Edge of Spider-Verse, Spider-Verse Prerequisites Part 4. Welcome, time travelers, once again to the comic book time machine. I am Matt Anderson, and today I'm joined by David Hunt. Hello, Hello. David. Hello, David Hunt. Welcome once again to the comic book time machine. It's nice to be back. It's it's been a little while. Yeah. So I was actually looking back. When did we do the last Spider uh, Spider Verse prerequisites episode? Do you have any idea? Do you remember about the oh, time? Of- I don't. I mean, it was it was right when right when they were starting all this. So. Yeah, it's been a while. It was sometime in late August, and we released the episode on September first. So uh, here we are recording in late January. I'm, I don't know exactly when this will actually hit the air. Probably in February. Uh, but yeah, so today we're going to record two episodes that that people will get uh, at some point in the future. One about the Edge of Spider Verse storyline and how that wrapped up and led into Spider Verse, and then we'll do a second episode about uh, the Spider-Verse story so far. So this is it, everybody. The final Spider-Verse prerequisites episode. Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, David, uh, we just, before we started recording, talked about the issues that we could reflect on. I mean, it's been a while since we read some of these, but I think, I mean, some of these are pretty good. Some of them are a little bit more forgettable. But today, we're going to discuss, in full spoilers... The Superior Spider-Man, number 33. Edge of Spider-Verse, numbers 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5, all featuring sort of just standalone what-if stories, but they all tie into Spider-Verse, and we'll talk about that. Uh, There's one issue of Spider-Man 2099, that's issue number 5, that's part of the Edge of Spider-Verse, and then two issues of The Amazing Spider-Man, numbers 7 and 8. I was thinking with those, David, uh, both of those have a story um, that takes place right before Spider-Verse, right. and then they have a backup story that has to actually do with the event. So I think the story itself that features Miss Marvel, or the new Ms. Marvel, uh, isn't as important to the Spider-Verse event, so maybe we can just talk about the backup story instead yeah, for those. Yeah, so. I definitely agree. That one was kind of like something on the side with a baby or something. I I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing that that story did was it helped bring some sort of reason for that that mini story that we covered on the last episode, that learning to crawl storyline where, yeah. where it was set in Spider-Man's early days and he was face, facing that character clash. And I don't know if you remember this, but on the last episode, I, I kind of uh, predicted or wondered, uh, is that character that we're reading about an alternate Spider-Man? Is it some sort of setup for Spider-Verse? But did you finish reading that storyline? Yeah, I did. Um, and I, I thought it was interesting how they brought him back and, um, I honestly thought it was just going to be like a, a one-off thing. I, I didn't see them really bring him back. It seemed like its own contained little story. Um, so when when they showed him in there, I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, so the, yeah, the character Clash, he does appear, or Clayton Cole is his name. He appears in modern-day Amazing Spider-Man uh, in the 616 universe as a uh, older guy, still a scientific mind, but the... the thing that was disappointing uh, to me as I read that story was that it 
sort of, I mean, it was an interesting standalone story, but it didn't have any real ramifications on the Spider-Verse event like I was hoping it would. Mm-hmm. So that would be that was uh, Amazing Spider-Man 1.1, 1.2, 1.3, 1.4, and then the wrap-up 1.5, Learning to Crawl. But that's not what we're here to discuss today. Let's go first to Superior Spider-Man 33. Do, are you, uh, so I have the issues in front of me. Are you going to flip through the issues and just talk about what you liked, or how, how do you want to do this? Um, we can do it however you would like. Um, I don't have the issues in front of me at the moment, but I do have the Wikipedia page up um, so I can read through and sort of jog my memory. Okay. How about if I – for because uh, I did write up some brief descriptions, so I'll kind of do a quick summary, and then we can get into the more spider minutia of, of each thing. <laughs> so, All right. Sounds uh, good. Okay. So this issue is actually split into two parts. The first part uh, – well, and it, it kind of sets up what we've been seeing a lot with these Edge of Spider-Verse, where we're seeing a glimpse of a different universe, and then all of a sudden, Otto shows up and he's recruiting people like we saw um, at the end of the last Superior Spider-Man issue. So again, these are full spoilers, and I think as we have this conversation, we'll probably uh, touch on things that are going to happen in the future, just because both David and I know where the story is going. So basically... Only listen to these episodes if you don't mind being spoiled on all of Spider-Verse. So, uh, like I said, the, show, the first part of this uh, two-part issue, well, I should say there's two stories into this issue, uh, shows a mysterious hunter. And we eventually learn that this hunter is part of that uh, bad guy family. You know, Moreland's a member. This guy's name is Karn, though. He's the one that wears some sort of weird mask on his head. And he is attacking a cyborg Spider-Man. Uh, luckily, Otto has already connected with the cyborg. So the spider army shows up to try to help. Uh, their combined forces are no match, though, for this powerful Karn. But luckily, the spiders are saved when Karn's family shows up to join in the hunt. So now we're starting to meet more of these characters who we eventually find out are called the Inheritors. So Morlin is just one member of the family. Karn is his brother. Uh, in this scene, we have another sister and brother show up, twins, Bora and Bricks. They arrive. The family starts fighting amongst themselves, giving Otto a chance to retreat with the team. And then they go back to their headquarters in 2099. So Otto has assumed this leadership role. He uh, pulls two of the spiders aside. Assassin Spider-Man, who was featured in the last issue, and Spider-Girl. Now, this Spider-Girl is the one from the Old Man Logan storyline, which I haven't read. But uh, her name is Ashley Barton. And I forget how this works, but I think she's Peter Parker's granddaughter. Uh, so um, he pulls them aside, realizing that they are the ones on his team so far that are willing to kill if necessary, much like himself. So what did you think about this first part? Before we go into the second part, what did you think about this story where Otto's continuing to recruit? Well, um, for me, uh, the big part of this was that um, I I honestly, I didn't really know anything about um, the group that was... Uh, that was attacking the Spider-Man. I didn't know a whole lot about them. Yeah. Um, I had, I had missed that whole storyline before, um, well, with uh, the the guy that Spider-Man beat and killed, who um, who had Silk captured. Okay. Yep. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. So, well, Morlin was the villain, and then Ezekiel is sort of the guy that was trying to help stop Morlin. Right. And yeah, not. I think until this issue, we don't know anything about that family. Moreland's the only one that's appeared in the past. I think Karn maybe appeared, but we didn't know that they were related. Right. So to find out that there are so many 
of these um, inheritors. Uh, it's that was the thing that jumped out to me. Like, oh, they're not just facing off against one or two people. Like, this is a whole group. Yeah, and so then the second, yeah, totally. And and I'm glad that this issue fit, featured the second story, which gave an origin story to Karn, but really let us meet the whole family. So, um, you know, I, I think there might be now in my notes here. I have that they're from Universe Zero Zero Zero, which is. Um, you know, that's also, I have the issue here in front of me, so that's not a misprint on my part. It is zero. But I think as we go on in Spider-Verse, it looks like they're actually residing in Loom World, which is 001. So not sure if that's something that changed at the last minute or if maybe the Master Weaver is from Universe 000. But the second story, uh, like I said, origin story for Karn. We learn more about the family. Uh, they are hunting down spider totems and sapping their life force from them. The family members include, here we go, Morlin, Karn, Bricks and Bora, who we just talked about. But there's also Deimos, who is just sort of a taller version of Morlin. Uh, Verna, who is another sister. Genix, another brother. And then they have a mom and a dad. Uh, Karn is forced to wear a helmet when he lets his family down by hesitating on a kill. Uh, they can't bear to look at him because his hesitation led to the death of their mother, they're, they force him to leap from universe to universe, killing spider after spider. Um, yeah, he actually doesn't like killing. So with every portal he travels through, he's hoping that this will be the portal leading home and that his family will finally allow him to join them again. Uh, the spider totem they were attacking when his mother was killed is called the Master Weaver. And after they took this weaver captive, they had the ability to travel through the multiverse. What did you think about that? Um, I, I found it interesting that Karn is actually like an outcast type character uh, that that he has to wear this this helmet because of the shame that he's brought on his family. He's he's not just another part of them. He's he's been pushed out. Yeah, and now he was heavily featured in this issue as if he's going to be a main player in Spider Verse. But like I said, we're going to talk forward into the Spider Verse story. And as far as David and I have read so far, and so on. The, We'll be able to talk through, you said, issue 10, right, David? Right. Yeah, so yeah. Amazing Spider-Man 10. That's as far as we know in the future right now. Karn really hasn't been featured. His his family is featured a lot, but he hasn't been there helping them really at all. What I mean, what do you make of that, that they made him such an important part in the prelude, and then he's non-existent in the actual storyline? Well, it, it makes me wonder if, um, because he is considered like an outcast from the family, if maybe towards the the later part of the storyline, if they're going to bring him back and then he turns around and starts to maybe help the spiders. I don't know. Um, Because maybe his family just hates him that much. And he's like, I don't want to take it anymore. Yeah, I could see that. So the master weaver though, this character does appear in spider verse. It's a crazy looking character. It sort of has the upper torso of a man, but then the, Lower body is almost a mechanical spider-looking thing. Uh, there's a mask on his head, um, so you can't really see his face. I know I don't know this. This is not any sort of spoilers, but I'm wondering if this is another alternate version of Peter because we can't tell. It's definitely a man, but we can't see the face. But it's a spider character, and he does seem to be more a slave to the inheritors. He doesn't want to work for them. He doesn't want to help them move across the multiverse, killing people. So he's sort of, throughout Spider-Verse, we see him doing little tiny acts of rebellion to try to help the spiders. 
what do you think about uh, Master Weaver? Do you think he could be Peter, or is he just some random guy? Uh, I don't. I haven't gotten any clues that he's Peter. Um, but but you never know. I mean, uh, he he seems more like a like an entity of sorts, you know, than just another another spider. Yeah. So, um, because of his ability to like. Uh, crossover from the to send people through to different worlds and things like that. Um, yeah, I don't I don't see him being just Peter, but but we'll see. Okay, so that's this issue. Kind of, uh, I mean, these Superior Experiment issues were great when it comes to the setup. So then we go into five, like I said, kind of what if stories. They all feature different Spider people, but uh, let me take a look here. Only is it one? I think only one of them is actually Peter Parker. Possibly this, the one in the horror one. In the horror story, was that Peter Parker or was that just a random guy? I don't, think it, no, I don't think it was Peter Parker. Number four. So, number one featured Spider-Man Noir. Number two in Edge of Spider-Verse was the much-talked-about Spider-Gwen character. Gwen Stacy as Spider-Woman. Number three was Aaron Aikman, the Spider-Man. He has sort of a mechanical armor. Edge of Spider-Verse number four was the horror story where Peter Parker, or the kind of equivalent of Peter Parker, becomes almost a monster type spider. Not a good guy. And then Edge of Spider-Man, or Edge of Spider-Verse number five was another mechanical spider, but inside is a little girl controlling this uh, armor. So, I don't know if we should talk about each of five of these, because they, every one of them is... They get a little story, and at the very end, they're being hunted by Morlin, and so the spider army comes and recruits them. That's a summary for every one of those stories, except for the fourth one, right. where that guy is just horrible, and then Morlin eats him, and we're glad because he's a bad guy. <laughs> so, um, Spider-Man- well, on that note, like I, I thought that was an interesting take because it's not very often you see the Spider-Man as like the villain. Um, so yeah. it. it and when you do see that happen, it, it made me wonder, like, are they going to come here and try to recruit him? And if they try to recruit him, like, what's going to happen? But that didn't happen, so. So, uh, <laughs> Spider-Man Noir is a popular character. He's been in lots of different books. Um, his story was fine. It looks like, in some ways, this single issue was almost setting up future miniseries for uh, Spider-Man Noir. But like I said, Otto comes and recruits him for the Spidey Army at the end. But let's talk quickly about the second issue, Spider-Gwen. Well, they don't call her that yet. But this character was so popular initially by this one issue that we're, we found out that in February they're giving her her own book. And it's all based on the popularity of this one what-if story. Oh, wow. Yeah, did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah, so she she's starting her old, like, brand new own series uh, and like i said starting in february 2015 and so on the cover of this it says gwen stacy spider woman but how they're branding it going forward is spider gwen Hmm. yeah so okay the first time i read this story i wasn't blown away but i actually read it a second time because it was getting so much buzz and it it is a pretty good story uh so i guess i'll give it a medium three star rating but i like the i like where this character could go what did you think about spider gwen I liked it. I liked the um, the aspect of Gwen Stacy becoming Spider Woman um, instead of 
Peter Parker becoming Spider-Man. And um, and in this issue, uh, Peter Parker actually uh, aspires from uh, from Gwen and mutates himself into the lizard of that universe. Yeah. Um, so that was a really cool aspect for me to see Peter in that light instead of his normal Spider-Man light. Um, yeah, totally agree. I, I like this. I like this idea. And I could almost see when Spider-Gwen starts as a series that that is almost like a new Ultimate Universe where you know the original Ultimate Universe started with uh, a young Peter Parker and then just that Spider-Man story was the only Ultimate book that existed. And from there, you built and you got the Ultimates. You got uh, Ultimate Fantastic Four and the whole universe spun out of that mm-hmm popular character of ultimate spider-man so i wonder if spider gwen will be the foundation for an old new universe but who knows i i don't know it it'll be tough because of everything that's happening and a different storyline that i don't really think we should talk about now because that's a whole another thing no you're totally right i mean we've, we've mentioned the show already but yeah secret wars is coming so it's hard to speculate on what the multiverse will look like after secret wars mm-hmm. uh, okay issue three of of edge of spider-verse featured like I said, Aaron Aikman, completely different. He wears a spider armor instead of a costume. The issue pretty much stands on its own, other than the last few panels featured Morlin. But it was a little bit left open-ended, where Aikman could have either survived his encounter with Morlin, uh, or he was killed right before joining Otto's spider army. Honestly, even right now, as far as we've seen in Spider-Verse, I don't think I've seen this character, so he might be dead. What did you gather from this? Uh, I... I don't know. I since since we didn't really specifically see him die, I I don't think that he's I don't know that he's dead, but you never know. Um he it might be like they don't they don't really use him at all until maybe the final battle. You'll yeah. see him in like a side panel. Yeah. I think I like this guy. I wish he would have been around more, but um yeah, I don't know exactly what happened there. So like I said, and then going on to number 4, that's the one where this version of Spider-Man got dark and he ate people and it was disgusting. And Moreland, <laughs> Moreland was the hero of this story because he killed them. So, uh, and then finally, number five. Uh, let's see, what do we got here? Oh yeah, this is Spider, but spelled S P forward slash forward slash D R. <laughs> so, why don't you take this one? This is Penny Parker, the little girl. Well, I have to say, at the beginning of this issue, I was really confused um, because of I wasn't sure what was going on. Uh, and then finally, about halfway through the issue, I was like, oh, okay, I, I get it now. Um, so uh, Penny is, uh, Penny has uh, taken over um, as the, the Spider-Man of uh, – the Spider-Girl, I guess. I, I don't even know what to, to call her. <laughs> spider of this world. Yeah. Um, and the, the Spider of this world, it's like um, the, the Spider is its own entity – and uh, I, I I'm not good at explaining this, Matt. No, no, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's um, yeah the the armor also has a a mystical quality. So it seems like there's a mystical connection to a spider that she has, and that gives her the abilities to use a suit. So not just anybody could plug into this. Her specific genes or uh, I think mystical mystical connection make it possible. Um. Yeah, you know, I wasn't really expecting a lot from this issue when I first heard about the concept, but it was a pretty good story, and I really liked the lead character, and I found myself 
really wanting this Penny Parker, and I might be saying her name wrong. It's spelled P-E-N-I. I really want her to be featured prominently in Spider-Verse. But again, this one I've actually, I have seen her sort of in the background in Spider-Verse, but ha- she hasn't been a main character by any means. Uh, and it's to the point where I had to look for her. So I, I don't know about you, David, but did you even notice that she was around in Spider-Verse? No, I didn't. Um, I haven't noticed her at all. I mean, I'm not as caught up as you are, but yeah, I haven't seen her once, Yeah, which she's... was kind of disappointing for me because I thought she was an interesting character. It was a different take on Spider. Spider. Um, yeah. No, totally sympathetic. You know, a cool mi- a mix of mystical and scientific. Um, at the end of this book, Spider-Ham shows up to recruit her, which was fun. But yeah, I mean... I'm not you know, like I said. You had to really be looking for this character in Spider Verse to know she was there. Which and, and now we've talked about all five of these Edge of Spider Verse issues, and I don't know. In a sense, I feel like they were sort of a waste of our time because they all could have been a quick montage in one of the issues. Um, I mean, Spider Man Noir. He he. We didn't need an issue for him because we would have accepted him because he's already appeared in Marvel comics before. Uh, right. Spider Gwen, that was a good. I thought that issue was good, and it led to a whole new comic, so that's kind of cool. And she's really prominent. That one's probably the the standout of this whole Edge of Spider Verse. Yeah, and she's super prominent in the Spider Verse storyline, so she makes sense. But the other three, all I mean, I don't want to say use the word pointless, but because you know a fun story is a fun story, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, not that important to the overall Spider Verse event. So. Well, especially the the fourth one. I mean, it, it builds up that entire issue just for him to to be eaten at the end. Exactly. Uh, all right, where do you want to go next? You want to go to Spider Man twenty nine ninety nine, which is just one issue, or do you want to take those two backups? Uh, sure. Let's go to twenty ninety nine. Okay. Okay. Um, what do you remember about this one? I, I have it here in front of me, but I have to open it up and and dive in. Uh, that was number five, right? Yep, number five. Um, with this one, um, oh, sorry, I'm trying to find it here. The, this one was like a huge tie into Spider Verse. This could have almost been. I mean, I know it was branded Edge of Spider Verse, but I almost wish this was its own part in the Spider Verse storyline. It was, I thought, it was pretty cool. Yeah, Spider-Man 29, uh, 2099 seems like he's he's had a significant part in in the whole, the whole Spider-Verse thing. Um, and this issue, um, sorry, I'm trying to find the the details on it because I I it's been a little while since I've read this particular one. Can no, you go over, go over it really quick? Yeah. No, I. I uh... Totally. I know it's been a while since we read it, but yeah, this one opens on a different Earth with a different Spider-Man 2099. He's a member of the Avengers. He's talking with a Captain America and Wolverine, not ours, though, and also a, a male version of Captain Marvel. I think the original Captain Marvel. Then Morlin shows up. He attacks the four of them. Uh, you know, he can suck powers away from any superheroes, even though he really feeds on the spider totems during most of the events. Um, let's see. Uh, the Oh, yeah, so the scene ends with this alternate Spider-Man 2099 getting killed. But then we go over to Earth-616, where our Spider-Man 2099 is, and he somehow felt the death of his counterpart. Um, 
he doesn't know what he's actually feeling, but he knew something happened, which it's kind of interesting because that's something that hasn't been touched on in the story up to this point that I've I've read where they can tell that their counterparts are being killed. So I thought that was kind of an interesting note, but I don't know what it means. Yeah, and it, it seems like there's only certain ones who, who can feel that. Um, it's not like all connected where if, if another person from another reality it gets killed that they can all feel it. It's just certain people. So I, I don't really um, – I, I think it's interesting – to see who has that connection to who. Yeah, definitely. Uh, then there's another, there's an alternate version of a Spider-Man, and I can't tell if it's Peter or Miguel, but he's got his own MJ, so it's probably Peter. And he actually has a multiversal viewer where he, it's basically like watching TV, but he's watching other parts of the multiverse. So he tracks down Miguel, or our Miguel, the, six, the 616 slash 2099 version, um, uh, because he, he has this theory that Moreland may be afraid to go to Earth 616 because he died on that Earth. Uh, even though, uh, I mean, well, I don't know. We've seen him on that Earth two times prior to Spider-Verse, and he died both times. Uh, Peter figured out a way to kill him. But they never explained until we get to Spider-Verse how they're coming back. So we can talk about that in the next episode where we cover this. But um, So there is an in-story reason for Moreland being able to come back from the dead, which is kind of good. Uh, so yeah, but that uh, this is a really main point that does come up again in Spider Verse that Morlin doesn't want to go to six one six, so his family members have to do it for him, basically. Yeah, he, he you can visibly see the fear on his face when he sees the six one six, or when you talk about it, um, because I mean he died there, and uh, that's not something that they do. You know, they don't. They're not just killed by just anybody. Exactly. So, um, you know, in a battle, Moreland is able to kill this guy who was looking through the the multiversal viewer, but not before that guy was able to warn our Miguel about what's going on. And so then Miguel leaves to go find Peter, and that leads us more into the beginning of Spider-Verse. So this issue was my favorite issue of 2099 so far, but I think it's because it had such a big tie-in to the event. But I... I think I'll probably stop reading Spider-Man 2099 as soon as Spider-Verse is over. How about you? Where are you at with that? I've never had a huge connection to Spider-Man 2099. Um, I, I just, I have, I've never read a lot of the books about him or anything. So really before um, recent uh, stuff with Spider-Verse and uh, with him being transported to the, the present, I really didn't really know a whole lot about him so i don't really have a huge connection to him so i probably won't continue reading that when it's over either yeah yeah i mean i've i was basically just picking it up in preparation for spider-verse knowing that i'd stop afterwards and and that's exactly where i'm at it hasn't it still hasn't really won me over so all right well that leaves us with just two short stories two backups in amazing spider-man seven and eight um let's see how should we tackle this do you want how about i'll take I'll take the one with the Spider UK, and you can take the one with uh, Spider Girl from the MC2. Okay. All right. So this one was actually pretty awesome. I mean, this backup story, because we get to meet this guy who... Now, I don't know a lot about the Captain Britain Corps, um, but they are multiversal travelers. They're kind of like the multiversal police. Uh, and um, yeah, so... 
we hadn't, and I don't believe we'd ever seen Spider UK before this issue. I, I've never seen it before. Have you seen them around before? I've never seen them before. And then when he uh, when he shows up to talk to the other Britain people, he says that he's new. Oh yeah, that's right. That's so. right. Okay, so here's my uh, quick summary of it. Uh, the story begins with Morlin killing Spider-Man and his amazing friends from the cartoon, uh, <laughs> which is kind of sad. So this guy is Billy Braddock. He's a new Captain Britain Spider-Man combo character from Earth 833. He witnessed this murder across the multiverse because he sensed something bad happening. So another character sensing something. Um, uh, he finds Morlin's dimensional portal readings and watches as Morlin's family members... And this, the two here are Bricks and Bora talking about killing other totems. Then Billy sees other family members, Genix and Deimos. Uh, more murder is happening to the spider totems across the multiverse. Then Billy alerts the Captain Britain core about what's happening. Um, he's new to the core, so he has to introduce himself to the boss, Magistrix Saturnin. And I've, I don't know anything about the Captain Britain core, so I don't know what her impo- importance is. But he calls himself Spider UK. Before he walked in, the mag- uh, oh, this is this is kind of interesting. They tie into Secret Wars. Right before he walked in, um, the Magistrix and this character named Lady Roma were talking about the collapse of the multiverse. So this is these are the incursions we've been seeing in uh, New Avengers and Avengers. And the mm-hmm. Magistrix, then because that's undermined, wasn't really helpful to Spider-UK. But Lady Roma gave Spider-UK a device to help him travel the multiverse, saying that the spiders had a special connection to the great web of life and destiny. Uh, she charges him then with protecting his spider brothers. She also mentions that his problem and the incursion problem may be one and the same. So, in a sense, then, Spider-Verse is tied directly into Secret Wars. Yeah, and and that's the feeling I've been getting um, ever since they announced Secret Wars, was that this has to be some big lead-up to it, because uh, I don't I don't know if Marvel's ever done anything this big with this many characters from this many universes mm-hmm. totally. do you know of anything else that they've done this like this <sighs> so, like a multiversal event this big i mean yeah i really can't think of anything off the top of my head i mean you know they've had big events before but i mean there's just so many different versions of spider-man mm-hmm. i wonder if he's the only character that this would really be successful with because I, I can't think of any other characters that have so many alternate versions of themselves yeah but but maybe like Wolverine. Yeah, Wolverine. He has a lot. Um, there's, I guess, there's lots of armors for Iron Man, so that would work for that. Yes. But, um, so yeah, so that that's that issue. Then what about uh, Edge of Spider Verse tie-in story in Amazing Spider-Man number eight? And Spider Girl actually gets the to be on the cover for this one. That's Spider Girl from the MC2 universe. Yeah, um, with, uh, with this, it's um, May Parker, who's uh, Peter Parker's daughter, um, and she's known as Spider Girl. Um, uh, with this, uh, her boyfriend Wes is hanging out with her, and then um, Deimos a- attacks them, and um, he kills Wes. And uh, then uh, Peter Parker and Mary Jane uh, come in, and and they they try to help, um, but Deimos is just too powerful. So uh, Peter and Mary Jane sacrifice himself so that way May uh, can take her brother Ben. And go save themselves. Um, that's when a few of the Spider Men from the from the group come in, um, with like uh, Spider UK and the Last Stand Spider Man, and um, and they save May and her brother. And uh, May 
she was uh, looks like the typical like Peter Parker type Spider Man where he doesn't like to kill. Um, but at that point, uh, when he when she finds out that they killed her parents, uh, she vows to kill Morlin. Yeah, yeah, that was this was pretty good. Now this is uh, two important notes from this is that uh oh phone call answer it on, answer it on the air. No, this okay. you don't have to. Only if it's funny. <laughs> uh, two important things that I thought came from this, uh, David. One was that this is the first time we ever hear the term inheritors used. So this is the issue where that makes its debut, as far as I, I could tell. And the second thing is uh, you had pointed out that Spider UK was the one that was recruiting her. Now, the first mm-hmm. time I read this, I thought it was uh, just part of Superior Spider-Man's army. But this is the first hint that we get that there are two different factions of recruitment happening. So we've got Spider UK and Old Man Spider-Man, who we don't know. We eventually find out his identity, but we don't know who it is at this point. Right. Uh, so those two are kind of building an army of their own, which is not the same as the one that Otto's creating in his in his world. So, <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this all pans out in Spider-Verse. But, everybody, that's the end of Edge of Spider-Verse. We're about to get into the actual event, finally. So the prerequisites are over. It's it's time, right? So buckle, David, buckle your seatbelts. Yeah, exactly. Time. So I'm going to hit this music, David. But then you stick around. We're going to do another episode right after this. So uh, I guess that's all from here. I'm Matt Anderson. I'm David Hunt. And we are... The comic book time machine time travelers signing off. Edge of Spider Verse. Spider-Verse? Ah, oh, dang it. Come on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Edge of Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse pre... What is it called? Hold on. Let me look. Pre- <laughs> Prerequisites. Prerequisites. Okay. <laughs>